Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, registered dietitian, and of course, my favorite title, which is your weight loss BFF. Okay, real talk, as you know, the month of October, I'm doing mini episodes on the podcast here to talk about all things fall. And of course, we can't talk about falling off track, especially during fall when it comes to social eating events. Honestly, all times of year, my clients are social. Let me guess, girlfriend, you are social all damn year, whether that's going on vacation, little weekend food situation. Or honestly, sometimes even during the week, dare I say, at the office or meeting up with friends or family, there are so many celebrations this time of year, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a kid's soccer game, an award ceremony, or honestly, even going good old tailgating that I know we talked about a few weeks ago. But whatever it is, there is always something. And you ladies know, I am such a believer that fun can and should fit. However, I also got to be blunt, real, and direct with you that if you do not get your shit together when it comes to how you approach social events any time of year, but especially the holiday season, it will sabotage you and it will be extremely frustrating because you'll be trying to do so well during the week and so well when you're in control, which is great. When you have control over your diet, of course you're on track, girlfriend, but part of a successful weight loss journey in my eyes. And honestly, what I see to be so true with my clients is you have to address your social life and you have to get your shit together when it comes to eating out, fitting in fun, and honestly creating boundaries so you can have fun, but it's not all the damn time. So it's not constantly getting you off track. So if you struggle with this, I'm so pumped to dive right in and talk a little bit about how you can stay on track with social events, but also still enjoy yourself. Okay, tip number one is a freaking obvious one, but it's go in with a game plan. I've talked about this on the How to Eat Out podcast episode, which is definitely a good one. That's a little bit longer for you guys to refresh with. But the two things I mean with going in with a game plan is are you going to track your calories or not? And really what type of meal or food situation do you want? And what I mean by this is do you want to be more on track or do you want to have a little bit more fun and maybe get a little bit off track and enjoy a celebration? Of course, celebrations can fit, but Oftentimes when it comes to social eating, especially when you're doing it so often, these instances can be temptation city. Like there are foods that honestly are delicious that you enjoy, but are not something that honestly you would have if you were at home right now. It is something that literally is only in front of your face because you are at a special event. So going in with the intention of what type of meal you want it to be can make it so incredibly helpful. So you have that expectation going into it because if you want to have fun, just embrace it. Don't go in with guilt. Another tip I'm going to give you is about weekly calorie averages, but you have to go in with a game plan on what your intention is for your eating out situation. The second thing at many social eating gatherings, there are tremendous food pushers out there. And I've talked a little bit about it on some other episodes as well, but food pushers can do you dirty. And so if you know you are in environments with family members or friends that tend to be food pushers, it's really important to set boundaries with yourself. You can talk out, you know, how you might say no to something that you don't want, especially if you do struggle with temptations and just saying yes, because you don't want to be rude. But honestly, 
Food pushers do us dirty because they make us feel guilty for not having something when really it's them projecting on ourselves. So really when it comes to food pushers and how to respond, having a game plan on what you can say can be really helpful as well but also going in with an intention and also being really in tune with what actually do you want? Like I love ice cream, but you know, typically at noon, if I'm at an event or something like I don't want ice cream at noon, usually I want it snuggled up on my couch after a long day. Like that's my ideal situation for me. I don't like having it in the middle of my day. So understanding what foods you want or don't want are really helpful. So you can stay on track and also gain the confidence to say no to food pushers. Okay. Tip number three, is really important, especially depending on the event you're going to. But I don't know if you need to hear this, but just because you're going to an event doesn't mean you have to eat all of the food at the event. I mean, I've gone to celebrations and weddings and receptions and award stuff where I thought I was getting a full meal, but girlfriend, sometimes you're not getting a full meal. Sometimes you're getting something small that really is appetizers or not really the full situation. So if you know you're going to something like this and you're really worried about how you're gonna make it fit and balance, honestly, what if you ate ahead of time or had a small snack or had a little bit of protein so you're not worried about it because you're having this whole appetizer situation and you're not gonna be able to get in a lean protein. Having something ahead of time can be really helpful so then you're not worrying at the event. And honestly, as much as I love eating out, sometimes eating out when I am not like in control of what I get to order. And obviously you're in this fat loss phase, like you're working towards something specific. So if you don't want the food out and it's like not even a special meal that you really love and like are thrilled about, don't feel pressure to eat there. And of course I want you to know how to eat out and fit it all in. But also if it isn't worth it, eat at home. It's really not a big deal ahead of time. Okay, number four, sticking to a two drink max limit. Okay, I'm thinking about like weddings and things where, you know, you do want to drink and you do want to have fun. And sometimes two drinks for some of my ladies out there can be a little hard to stick to that goal, especially when you're trying to have fun. But, you know, I'm really thinking also about events where alcohol is there and you're wanting to have a little bit of fun. Maybe you're on your damn high school reunion. Guys, I actually just got invited to mine. I'm not sure if I'm going. Definitely let me know if you think I should. But you know, if you're going to an event and you're trying to be mindful and you're trying to lose weight, you're in a deficit, honestly, making it a rule for yourself, one to two drinks maximum, trying to stick to lower calorie options like seltzers, like just having a glass of wine, even though sometimes those pours can be heavy, um, going for you know a mixed drink that maybe you're cutting out the sweetener that they're adding to it and you're adding more limes or lemons to it, whatever it is, trying to stick to one to two low calorie alcoholic drinks is key. So then also you're not making up for those calories later on when you have the drunchies and you want to eat some yummy food. Okay. Tip number five, of course, all foods can fit, but especially when you're eating out the hardest foods to get in are protein and fiber. So the easiest, most straight to the point tip I can ever give you is always make sure you're putting protein and some sort of veggie color pop situation, even some fruit on your plate, trying to get in that fiber before you add in more of those fun carbs. Okay. Tip number six, it is straight up and straight to the point as well. Skip appetizers and focus on your meal. Now I understand not all social events come with appetizers. But I will say as much as I am an appetizer girly, I love a good appetizer. When you were in a fat loss phase, one of the sacrifices that has really helped me and helped a lot of my clients, and it's not a forever thing, it's a in the moment right now, we're really trying to stay on track thing. It's skipping the appetizers, skipping all of that situation and focusing more on your meal. Because let's be real, if you were at home, you probably are not eating a shit ton of appetizers before your meal. So obviously doing it when you're in a social event, we can see how that can hold us back and absolutely add more calories. Another thing that comes off very aggressive, but I think I have to get straight to the point as well, is skipping dessert or only having dessert. If you know you have a lot of social events these next few months, 
only having it if it's worth it. Now, I love dessert. Dessert for me is one of my favorite things. But if I am trying to be more conscious of my calorie budget, it's not me saying never have it. It's not me saying you can't touch it. It's bad. Calories are calories. But once again, just like appetizers, desserts are these extra calories that you may not typically be having at some of your meals. So if you're going to a special work lunch and it's you know really fun, it's exciting, you're in a fat loss phase and you see that, you know, at most of these work lunch events, there's always, you know, a cookie and things after it. Like, you know, you can fit that into your budget, of course. But one of the mindsets that really helps a lot of my clients too is typically at lunch, you're not having dessert and maybe dessert's more of like a dinner thing for you. So you will need to be more strategic and not have it at dinner if you are having it during lunch, but honestly, really making sure like it is a worth it dessert for you, especially knowing there are so many desserts this time of year. If you're going to multiple events and you do social eat a lot, getting a little bit more discipline with dessert can be helpful. And this is coming from the woman who is the biggest dessert queen. I literally have the biggest sweet tooth. And sometimes saying no can be a little bit hard at first, but honestly, it's really helpful to view it as more, is it worth it or not? Like, is it actually something you really want? And tip number eight, finally, ladies, is putting food on your plate and not eating off of a damn table that has a whole bunch of food on it. I know it sounds so simple, especially, you know, when there's many plates and, you know, especially having appetizers and various different foods, but if you're at an event and your food is not being served to you and you are going up to the bar or you know a table and you're serving yourself, be sure you are eating off of your plate and you're being really mindful about what you're putting on your plate before going back for more. Don't just try to eat off various different plates and things. I mean, even doing this at a table, especially if you're doing like a tapas meal or like you're splitting a whole bunch of things with people, putting food on your plate helps you be a little bit more aware and kind of portion out what you're having instead of just mindlessly kind of saying yes to all these foods on your plate and eating them. I think this is important to bring up too. Food is fun. Food is not punishment. Food should be enjoyed and you deserve to fit fun into your plan. So another important thing to remember, which is a bonus tip for me right now, is your weekly calorie average that matters most. So especially if you are going to an event that is really special to you, something is so worth it and you want to give yourself a little break, you're allowed to do that. You know, having one day where you're eating something more fun. You know, one meal doesn't define if you're on track or not. It's your habits over time. Hence why we focus on weekly calorie averages. Now, the more we can really have, you know, day after day where you're really crushing it and you're on track and you're hitting what you need to hit, it's going to help you consistently get in that deficit and consistently see that weight loss. But remember, ladies, one day, one meal, one food choice does not define if you are healthy or you're bad, doesn't define if you gain or lose weight. It's your habits over time. So also cut yourself some slack. Give yourself some grace. Understand that these tips are really helpful places to start to help you be more mindful, but pick and choose what tips are going to work best for you with your mindset, with your relationship to food, and most importantly, understand that you can still fit in the cookie and lose weight.